yeah, he's the coat of swing. He's just about ready to do that thing. I don't want no tears, I don't want no lies. Above all, I don't want no alibis. This judge is hip, and that ain't all. He'll give you time if you're big or small. Fall in line or this coat is neat. Peace, brother. Hold up, here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. Everybody know that he is all right, and episode 14 of Chopping Lines coming at you. Just like Aaron Judge coming into the record books. Shout out to him. It was approximately an hour after we finished recording last Tuesday. The man did the deed, beat Roger Maris, got number 62. Uh, props to him. You see you caught the ball for that one? Hear that report I at all? saw it was like someone that's married to a former bachelor contestant. And he's like a financial advantage or a like manager, a hedge fund manager. Worth like $190 million. God. So not really a, an authentic story. No, but anyone should be <laughs> he should give that ball to Aaron Judge or, or the, the Yankees or MLB or whatever. Or the, the, the Hall of Fame. And the guy that caught what was it? Pool is 700 who gave it back. It's like that guy was just like a teacher or something. It's like you could use a million dollars for this ball. The oh, guy yeah. worth $140 million doesn't. Like that's dropping the bucket. I think it was originally offered uh, a $2 million. For the 62? From a, uh, a collectible guy. Yeah. Wow. So I'm sure the first offer is not going to be the best offer. Right. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. So crazy stuff there. We'll get into the MLB a little bit more in a little bit here. But we're going to roll right on into week five here. Some fun stuff in the NFL this week. Some some crazy storylines. Some, some of the worst penalties I've ever seen in my life. We'll start on on Thursday with, with what might have been maybe the worst football game I've ever seen in my life. The Colts and the Broncos. Yeah, just atrocious. These Thursday night games have been tough. And we got another bad one this week. We'll get, we'll get yeah. there in a little bit. Yeah, but I saw that one. <laughs> Dud. Um, yeah, there's playoff baseball on, folks. Shoot. <laughs> Russell Wilson was terrible. Matt Ryan took six sacks. It was also just so bad throughout this one. Neither of these teams could move the ball, and it didn't even seem like it was the defenses causing it. It just... Totally inept yeah. on offense. One, it just feels like one of those. It's like the quarterbacks of yesteryear playing. I mean, if you had a primetime matchup between Matt Ryan's team and Russell Wilson's team five years ago, you might be like, oh, whoa, let's see that. Yeah, and fast tune in forward tonight. to 2022. And yeah, it was tough. What was the final score? There was like 12, 12 to, to 9. 12 to 9. And, yeah. uh, and it wasn't like it was an insane, like this. these were a bunch of schoolyard bullies taking each other's lunch all. money. It was just like shitty football. Yep. And it ended uh, in overtime, fourth and one from the five, Russell Wilson, they, or they decide not to kick the tying field goal. Wilson kind of had tunnel vision for Cortland Sutton. Yeah. Decides not to throw to KJ Hamler, who's wide open on the right, right side. Smashed his helmet down. Yeah, he freaked out. I mean, he was and, clearly frustrated. And I think that's a kind of a sign of, you know, some will call it disrespect, but maybe just true feelings towards his quarter. If he really was riding with Russell Wilson, he's not going to act like that on the field, I feel like. Right. Like, that was yeah, a tantrum. I mean, yeah, that was the boiling over, the bubbling up of some tension that 
probably been there for a little bit. We Just, already we, I mean, we've covered and know that Russell can rub some people the wrong way. But yeah, match that with poor play and maybe what some would say is like not great. I think he's been, or whatever. Yeah. Then, then then that's what you get. Yeah. I think he's the 31st out of 32 quarterbacks in QBR, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Uh, could be wrong on that. But regardless, awful game. Sorry if you stayed up for it. I'm glad I didn't. Moving along to a Sunday opener out in London again. We had the Giants and the Green Bay Packers. This game was actually really good great and and pretty wild late or i just remember i what were the packers up three scores at least they were up 20 to to three or something like that or 20 to three and i kind of stepped away for a little bit and came back and there was a game on yeah so i finished it out but yeah i wasn't expecting that and i think it on that final drive now they did the packers did kind of march down the field but especially towards the end Rodgers had like three or four tipped balls. Yeah. I mean, they were kind of on him, and that D-line was sticking their hands in the air and well, they making were, plays. They were averaging like six yards of carry running the ball, Aaron Jones and yeah. A.J. Dillon, and it was awful coaching that they had double the passing attempts that they did, yeah, and rushing attempts. They led the whole we game. on LaFleur? I mean, I feel like he's kind of in like a purgatory he's, of – like he's – there's a lot of complaints about him. He might not yeah, be like, one of the worst coaches in the league, but I don't think he instills a lot of confidence in his team or his like who, fans. Who would you be if you didn't inherit Aaron Rodgers Ooh, right. and yeah, a I good mean, defense? And a lot of coaching or just like team stuff is, well, you have one of the best quarterbacks this league's ever seen. So imagine if he was coaching, say, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, or just <laughs> a team without that talent. Right. Yeah, Brian Dable outcoached the fuck out of LaFleur this weekend. It was clear. The Giants are 4-1, and one, yeah. and, you know, credit to them. They've looked... A surprising 4-1. and one. Yeah, they've looked pretty okay. They've they've made the most out of really not much and talent. Saquon doing what he's been doing. Has, he's great. He's been the straw that stirs the drink up there, and I feel like as Saquon goes, so goes the Giants. And we'll have to see how... The rest of the season plays out for them. I mean, he has an injury history, but he looks healthy and as good as ever now. Yeah, so. he, he hurt his shoulder in this game and came back shortly after. Yeah. Uh, so and good. he hurt his shoulder. Daniel Jones is all bloodied up, both yeah. hands and whatnot. Yeah, it was, man. Spooky season. Bunch of warriors out there. Bunch of warriors. The Bills fucking rolled Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. Josh Allen had 348 yards passing in the first half. And four touchdowns, right? Yep. The first since Jim Kelly in like ninety five or ninety one. It was back like, in those yeah, I think earlier nineties, yeah. Halcyon days of Buffalo. Gabe Davis had fifty seven yards per catch. Yeah. On the day he had a ninety eight yarder. I you know, Ken or Mike Tomlin's a good coach. Yeah. His track record speaks for it. How was it a good idea to start Kenny Pickett in his first start on the road in Buffalo? Well, and that maybe that goes to show what they think about Mitch Trubisky, but sometimes you just got to get thrown in the fire, thrown in the deep end. And That's, it's like, hey, we can't, what, am I going to put you up next week against blank? It's like, fuck it. And he, Go out there and play the Bills. In his defense, he had a lot of yards. He he didn't look, they moved the ball, but he just wasn't able to finish it. It's yeah. a Super Bowl team, or contending team, rather. Sure. So, the 
Pittsburgh's not very good, though. Maybe the first time in my life that the Steelers are probably legitimately bad. Right. Will it be Tomlin's first losing season? They're one and four. Yeah. So, that's so a, they have a lot that's of ground to make up. Yeah. yeah they've dug a hole. You think they've sure. dug a hole before? Ooh, let's see if they can fill one in here. Uh, the Browns outlast the Chargers in a pretty wild back and forth game. Nick Chubb is great. Yeah, Let's, we'll talk on him for a second. He just when he gets go a full steam ahead or full head of steam, he is impossible to fucking tackle. He's had a great year so far. Justin Herbert doesn't look hurt anymore. Austin Eckler is coming back. This offense or their offense as a whole looks complete. But towards the end, and of what this happened game, at the end? Yeah, the let's, end end let's this not game. butter this bread too much. Let's get down to it. So Brandon Staley, it's fourth and one at their own 46. Yeah. They decide to go for it. They get stopped. Uh, about or 110 left on the clock. They give the ball back to Brissett and the Browns. They get 11 yards, I think. They set up the field goal. It's like a 54-yarder for Cade York, and he misses. And I under I I don't understand that at all. The Browns hadn't been moving the ball much through the air. Yeah, like why I, go for it on that fourth and one? Like what was going through? Uh, what well, I'm blanking on our coach out in out Indiana, Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley, Staley. Staley. Yeah, yeah. What what exactly is the thought process there? Because that's been a we've talked about poor play. We've talked about poor refing. There's also been some just some weird odd, coaching. Odd coaching, yeah. And that was, I think, and I think I heard a report that, like, analytically, if you go for it, you win 82% of the time. If right. you kick, you win 78. Yeah. So, pretty negligible, but right. I would take that 78 there. You take that 78, because then they're back there. That 82, if you, I mean, the 18%, you don't get it. They're they now didn't. just right there. You have to bank on them missing a field goal, which happened. So, yeah. you kind of lucked out. Won that one by the skin of your teeth. Yeah. Cade York made a long one earlier in the year for a win. I believe that was in I believe that was in Carolina. I think it was like fifty six yards. So he's done it before. That was Not week a, one. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, to spoil Baker's game, a revenge game. So moving on. Vikings nearly blew this one to the Bears. They were up twenty one nothing in the middle of the second quarter, just absolutely throttling the Bears. And then it's kind of started to chip away. Chip away. They scored on four, four straight possessions from the uh, right towards the end of the second quarter into the fourth quarter. And the Bears actually took a 22-21 lead. Yeah. And then Kirk Cousins, the man who loves to play at 1 o'clock, delivers late. Get a late touchdown. Uh, did you see the end of this game where Dantzler ripped the ball out of the dude's hands for a fumble? No, I must have I missed that. I wasn't I wasn't tuned into this one like that. Oh, this is a highlight, not a not a tuning <laughs> well, experience. Well, I missed it either way. The uh, they're <laughs> I blanked like, out Vikings Bears. The Bears like backup tight end makes a catch down the sideline. and He tries to pick up some extra yards, and the cornerback just literally rips the ball out of his hands and oh. runs it back like fifteen yards. Oh, was, actually, now that you mentioned, I think I did see that. It was pretty sick. Yeah. So Vikings hold on. They're in first place in the NFC North with the. Uh, Packers lost earlier in the day. So I, that was my prediction earlier in the year. Hopefully they can stick with it. They don't look great overall, but they're getting it done. Uh, uh, one of their division mates, the Detroit Lions, they did not get it done up in New England. That was 
one of the worst showings of football I've ever seen. Yeah. 29 nothing to a third string quarterback. Yeah, like to a bad team. Let's just face it. I mean, the Pats aren't any good. They got run all over. Wait, yeah, 29 nothing. Got run all over. Jared Goff had two turnovers. One was run back for a touchdown. It was a big fumble return. So, heard a crazy stat about this game on the way over. Bill Belichick, and this is a shout out, pardon my take for this. So, Bill Belichick with quarter, rookie quarterbacks making their debut who are not first round picks. He's 5 and 0 in those games. Every other coach in the NFL is 30 and 80. Wow. So, just absolutely a mastermind finds ways to win with guys like Bailey Zappi, absolute nobodies. So, but give him 110 games and see if that uh <laughs> still covers. Like, oh, so right. Uh, yeah, like that doesn't mean <laughs> that's so, one of those stats where so it's we're like, 40, oh, on Tuesdays in the month of September. The man makes one hell of a game plan once. But credit to him there. I I was very wrong in this game. That spoiled a couple of my cards. I thought the Lions were at least going to be able to hang. I was very incorrect like in this Four one. of those wins were with Matt Castle. But, yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, Bill Belichick owns Jared Goff's soul. So moving down to a city with a lot of soul, down to New Orleans. They This is a crazy game, too, against the Seahawks. Back and forth all game. Geno Smith was awesome. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett had long touchdowns. Taysom Hill, though, was the name of the day. Yeah, He had uh, three rushing touchdowns, had a passing touchdown, too. Was just running dudes over. Well, but in a loss, but and just I can't get enough of this Geno Smith resurgence. I want to say he's completing seventy five percent of his passes, and I think his yards per attempt is like eight. Like he's third in the league for most yards per attempt, behind Tua and maybe Josh Allen. So it's like, whoa, okay, yeah, like you're actually playing really well. You're connecting, but you're all. It's not like dinks and dunks. I mean, you hear that seventy five percent, and you're like, oh, is this just like the He's just checking down to Welker like back in those Patriots days. But no, he's actually going downfield some. So that's cool. Yeah, he's got some great receivers out there. What a tale of two cities or a flip side of a coin. Russell gets shipped off to Denver, or he chooses to go with a lot of money. And is playing awful, and so is that team. But Geno Smith and the Seahawks, it's like, whoa, watch out. Is Russell Wilson a system quarterback? <laughs> it's hard to say. No, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say. I, no, I wouldn't say he is. I don't but either. I think I we've think just seen the best of him. I mean, I think for now on out, it's going to be kind of what you see is what you get. And the Broncos are stuck with that contract, not the Seahawks. Right. It's like, and is Russell Wilson's contract as a quarterback tantamount to the Matt Rule contract as a head coach? It's like what? What was his like six years? Seven, Seventy or million so. or s- something like. Why did this oh, guy shoot. from fucking nowhere get, get a this. six or seven year deal, ten million a year more or less? If Wilson keeps playing like this, it's it's going to be meet like the that. fate of Matt Rule. Yeah, shoot, he's been absolutely terrible. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that. Moving along. Coming a little east with it, we had the Jets hosting the Dolphins. I love the Jets in this game. Didn't think it'd be this way. Teddy Bridgewater was ruled out with a concussion-like symptoms. 
It's not ever, I guess, officially ruled a concussion. And then from there, the Jets just steamrolled them. Yeah. They had five rushing touchdowns. Brees Hall, the rookie, had some huge plays. I think he had like 200 or like 197 total yards. The Jets, the Jets aren't bad. Sauce Gardner's no. great. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, I mean, I know that we just pointed out that they were playing a third string quarterback and some of their wins, one came against the Browns or whatever, but, or even the Steelers too. Uh, but there's been some flashes of like, oh, maybe the Jets aren't completely bad. There's been some some highlights for them. So all the talent. That's cool. Yeah. Quinn Williams is a big name. He had that fumble yeah. recovery yeah. and literally threw Tyree Hill with one arm. <laughs> yeah, I saw some tweet. It was like a former player or whatever. It was like Quinn got that ball and started acting different. And it was just so funny because <laughs> watching that play, that is true. He threw a grown man with one arm. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. five yards. I've I write a lot about him in the blog. He's a huge run disruptor in the middle. He's a great young player up there. Jets, if it falls on the Cougar Hunter, but if, if Zach Wilson can put it together, they, they've got a lot of talent and they're young. So look out up in the Meadowlands, at least in the green side. The Bucks barely beat the Falcons. This was a another one of the, and I actually, like I said last week, this is either going to be a blowout or the Falcons are going to sneak a backdoor cover, and sure enough, they were got it up to twenty to fifth or twenty-one fifteen. We're covering. It's third and five. Grady Jarrett sacks Tom Brady, and they call roughing the passer. Yeah, which was just atrocious. And yeah. I don't know if we want to wait until last night's game, the Chiefs won. So to, this uh, this but, had but, about uh, like we might as well just get into the well, roughing the passer well, stuff well, now. We'll, we'll like, wait for it because this had about thirty hours of being the worst call ever. Right. So, so we'll yeah. get into the short shelf call, life um, in a little <laughs> bit because that actually, such is life. Who that is. Arthur Smith looked like he was going to fight one of the refs on the sideline. Right. I don't know. I'd I'd have such a hard time sleeping. Even if they'd lost that game, at least give them, give them the chance. They'd earn that. That was a really – that wasn't even a hard sack, all considered. Like, uh, one of the worst calls I've ever seen. Second worst ever. But right. at the time, was the worst. Well, it's like they're always like, well, Tom Brady gets the calls. Michael Jordan will get the calls. Like, all right, fine. But that was – That was a sack. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's not where you get those calls made up for you there. No. Yeah, that was just as clean as they come. Yeah, they're going to need to figure that shit out ASAP. They said they're going to be looking into it by the end of the year. But if these calls continue, there's going to be some riots at some of these Well, games. yeah, because – and I've seen it. And, and it's funny because actually roughing the passer calls are down from this time last year. There's only been 24 called this year. Making I think at this time up. last year there was something like 40 to – like almost double. Mm. But – in the two weeks since the Tua thing, 14 of those 24 have come. So it's clearly an uptick that is not on trend. Yeah, so it seems as though maybe it's a response to the Tua thing. But Trying to save face. We've legislated defense enough out of this game. You can't do it now with getting to the quarterback. It's like you can't go high, you can't go low. It's like now you, apparently you can't even tackle them. Is it just two-hand yeah, touch the back there? Like, you know? Yeah, that was one of the worst things I've I've seen. As and then a totally neutral a fan. Quarterback gets out of the pocket or downfield some. It's like now yeah. there's a whole lot going on. Yeah, that was that's a tough way to lose. 
shout out to the Falcons. They're they're a scrappy team still. They're gonna they're gonna be around more into this year than people expect them to. Titans hold on in Washington. Carson Wentz is terrible. He threw he should have thrown an interception on first and second down, and then he ends up throwing it on third down at the goal line. When did you hear the comments from Riverboat Ron? I he was asked like oh in the press conference maybe it wasn't even um I don't know if it was post game or or the next day maybe it was yesterday but uh they a reporter asked him you know you got the Cowboys at four and one and the Giants at four and one and uh the Eagles at five and zero oh in your division. How do you explain being one and four? And he basically said just plainly like quarterback play. They oh. have good quarterbacks and they are playing to a level. All but naming Carson Wentz and saying this is the main reason why. A man willing to look in the mirror. Yeah. I mean, call a spade a spade. He, uh Wentz has been terrible. Even when they've moved the ball, he can't get it done. He's just always prone to make a mistake or take a sack or Mm-hmm. Or or just not see a read because he's not he's got no composure in the pocket. Titans held on. They still it's week five. They still have not scored a touchdown or any point rather in the fourth quarter, except for them to have a three and two record at that. Pretty impressive. Well, actually very appropriate given us going into the Houston Jacksonville game. This was 13 to 6. Docs, Jags, what happened? I don't know. It's been troublesome the past two weeks there, but, you know, that's expected with a young team. They're still getting their footing. Let's not give up on the Jags just yet. They had over 400 yards of offense and six points. Yeah. That's That's not good. Impressive. On the wrong wrong side of impressive there. Texans, first win of the year. No longer any winless teams in the NFL. A team that very well could be winless, the Carolina Panthers. They just got steamrolled by the 49ers. I was very confident in that happening. Just a better coach, superior defense, better talent. Matt Rule did get fired after this game. Yeah, so Matt we, Rule no longer rules. We we kind of loosely we've been calling that for a few weeks. So in the Queen City. That was that was ugly. Yeah. Rumor is that there might be Maybe McCaffrey on the train. I saw DJ that. Moore. Yeah, and, and the Bills were tied to that McCaffrey news. Maybe the Niners. I mean, where do you? Where would be a good fit for him? I mean, the, the, if where he went to the Bills, it'd be like, yeah. I mean, he's a good player. Uh, obviously, he has some injury. I don't know why they gave him that contract. I would. No. I probably would not have. But yeah, I mean, hopefully, I mean, you can still get something in return at this point. Oh, you'd be able. He's having a good year. Yeah, they'd get something. It wouldn't be quite. I mean, the contract would be kind of a holdup just because he's injury prone and expensive. But he's been healthy enough this year. He's been good. We'll have to keep an eye on that. They got a few more weeks to decide what they're going to do. But Baker, terrible. He's hurt this week as well. He's going to miss a few weeks with a with an ankle injury. So it's time for PJ Walker to come back. Well, when is the trade? The trade deadline is like. At the end of the month, right? I, it's like not far away. Either way, I feel like that's early. The, the NFL yeah, like, trade deadline should be pushed back. Like if it's November 1st, it should be December 1st. It is November 1st. Or it should it's be like Thanksgiving that. Day. November? And that would be, think of all of the memories we'd have with the trade deadline being on Thanksgiving Day. And it, Someone's getting pulled off the field in Dallas. Like <laughs> that, The drama. Yeah. That, though, they'd actually eat that up. Yeah. Brought to you by Salvation Army. <laughs> 
<laughs> Come get your lightly used goods. Premium price. Premium price. But yes, November 1st is the date, so we got three weeks to see about that. Moving along here, Cowboys, Rams. I was, was high on the Cowboys last week. The Rams are in trouble. Their offensive line's terrible. Yeah. And Stafford is now terrible as a result. It's yeah. Hard, it's hard to say if he's terrible or if he just... Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's one of those things. Super Bowl hangover is always a thing. But, yeah, they're just maybe uh, that was their one shining moment last year. But because, I mean, Stafford was always good, but he wasn't like like he went there and it was like that was a career achievement. He could have just retired. Yeah, Yeah. he's still young enough. I mean, he can keep playing, but that might have been the best of him and might have been the best of the Rams. We know they're proclivity proclivity towards overpaying or just like maybe not overpaying but just spending it Heading all down, so it's like road, who knows really? what they're gonna look like the next couple of years we just don't know i saw obj has been dating around it's like he and the rams are on a break so he's been back in new york to see the giants he's been talking to aaron Rodgers via tweets so if i'm him i don't go back to la no uh And if you're him and you can come back in a couple weeks, join up on a good team, I mean, imagine if the Bills landed OBJ and Christian McCaffrey. Mm. I'm curious. I don't know. That'd be like an all-star team. Yeah. And they could sign OBJ for one year. That'd be silly. That'd be a juggernaut. But there's some teams in the AFC that could take them down. No, It's any, any given Sunday there. That's right. But Cooper Rush, now 5 and 0 as a Cowboys quarterback, shout out to him. They didn't ask him to do a lot. The defense carried yeah. the way today, but hey, they're four and one as well. The AFC or the NFC least, yeah. no longer. Yeah, exactly. NFC beast, brother. Come on, man. But yeah, I just love what's happening in Dallas. I mean, I'm not a Cowboys fan. I don't care if they win or lose. I actually would prefer them not to win a bunch. But they're winning a cool. Way. I do love that they're star quarterback who's under like they just gave a big contract to yep. last year correct right yes sir russell wilson is injured which is kind of a storyline with dak there's always something there's a nagging or some something's always going on with dak yeah and the fact that cooper rush comes in and is like you said before and oh just like jerry said a couple weeks ago he'd love that he'd love that and i'm sure he does but so do i What's going to happen exactly? I saw Phil Sims said, I think, when Cooper Rush first took over, like, he might be better than Dak. And everybody's like, wait, what? That's kind of fucking blasphemous. But Dak gets... it's kind of like playing out. We talked earlier in the year, maybe even before the season started, how you could almost put shadow pictures of Dak's numbers and Kirk Cousins' numbers, and they're pretty similar. Yeah. So Dak is so the overhyped. He's so Dallas. mediocre. He is a good – I think he's so overhyped because he was supposed to be bad. He's supposed to be like Kellen Mond, like a fourth-round nobody. Right. And he's he's an adequate quarterback. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, he's not he's, bad. He's no. fine. He could, even, he could even qualify as good, not he's elite prob- or anything, but he's a good quarterback. He's a, probably a better – Skill-wise, quarterback than Cooper Rush. Oh yeah, I, mean, I don't but, know Cooper Rush like that. I know um, I've seen enough Dak footage. I know what I'm getting there. Cooper Rush is still unproven. I mean, we've seen guys go on tears and runs before. You know what I mean? Like, would you replace Dak with I, Ryan Fitzpatrick? 
No, you know what I mean. Like no, maybe, maybe wouldn't. with the right team. Uh, and, maybe, nah. maybe, maybe for like a uh, one year thing. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't I, I'm would. not high on Dak. Uh, no, I, right. you, you underestimate how, how well, low I am I on think, Dak. Well, then that's <laughs> um, pretty low. Uh, I I do not think that he is. Uh, I just don't think he's it overall. And I think he is better than Cooper Rush. But I think sometimes the steady hand. Kind of like we oh yeah, about I mean I am I am not saying that. I mean I just like the drama, but yeah, I think I mean, if Cooper Rush is still winning, like he gets to start until he loses. And I, I, don't I don't like losing you your job him. to injury or whatever, but it's kind of hard to win. Let's say you win four, five, six, seven in a row, it, and then you just you can't bench. Well, yeah, you I can't. mean you you, you can't, can't right? Yeah, and. Credit to Mike McCarthy. And then you to... just bench him as soon, as soon as he loses the game. It's like, all right, Dax in. Alicia's <laughs> point. I mean, that's what you'd have to do. But, yeah, I mean, I, I am a hot hand guy. I believe in momentum. And I know that's controversial to some sports fans out there. And if that is. You're in the wrong place. Fuck off. Yeah, I'm in the wrong <laughs> place. Yeah, there's going to be some fans starting to believe in Cooper Rush there. It's going to be it's going to be an interesting situation in the coming weeks. Staying within that same division, the Eagles maintain their undefeated record. Yeah. Arizona was driving late. I had some money on the Eagles winning, so and the under, so I was tightly tuned in at this so, point. W- illuminate this slide and spike I, I, I out of Kyler. Yeah. So it's second and ten. <laughs> Interesting stuff. Second and ten. Clock was stopped. Yeah. 36 seconds. Kyler rolls out to the left. It kind of looked like a designed run. Sure. And he like a little bootleg, thing. Yeah, yeah, or a little stretch, yeah, stretch, yeah, whatever, yeah, you know Re- what I mean. Regardless, um, oh, this stupid fucking watch. Um, second time in the show, it's okay. So he is rolling. He's got at least two or three yards of space, or yeah, I'd say about two yards of space if needed. Yeah, and he slides a yard short, and to the point that I even jumped up watching TV, and it was like he's a yard short. He's yeah. a yard short. They they put the ball down before they can even like seemingly declare it as anything. He now, did he not it. have field awareness there? I mean, apparently I, I, not. I, like you go, you go get that first down, and really, you should dive head first, like dive forward. Yeah. Oh, and no, I, mean, I, had, was, I know they were. Or... I know there were defensive backs bearing down on him or whatever. But it's like this is to win the game. Yep. And this he isn't had... some like sloppy play in the middle of the game where it's like you're taking an unnecessary hit. It's like pick this up. Yep, and he had the space. I don't uh, – it was one of the – like you said, just lack of game awareness. They had a 42-yard field goal, 41. The dude missed it. It wasn't even close. Yeah. It wasn't even close. Yeah. So props to the Eagles. Cliff Kingsbury, your seat is getting a little bit hot. It's just out there in Arizona. ravens Bengals. we watched this one together. This was really a win we needed to have. Yeah, it really was. Marlon Humphrey, shout out to him first off. Really was a a, a look like yeah. so good against Jamar Chase. I thought so he and good. Marcus Peters, the corners were really playing well in that game. Totally needed it. And sometimes it's like Joe Burrow. I mean, some of the time, like when they, there might have been some completions on Marlon and Marcus, but those were like perfect throws. They, I mean, it was good defense all and not night big long. Plays. Yeah, yeah, not big, big plays. plays. It was it was great to see Lamar missed. Left a lot of throws out there. Yeah. Left a lot of throws yeah, out there. Yeah, missed some. That was not great. But So we got to clean that up. We were lucky to hold on. Justin Tucker, want to give him a shout-out. He's – we don't generally see this type of excellence in a professional 
anything. Yeah. He's he's kind of slept on because he's he's a different kind of good that we're seeing right now. So yeah, and they say that if they brought the uprights in, oh, I like saw he this. could have made the kick with a yard, yep, like if they were a yard side. wide or like a half yard wide. It was as down the middle as it gets, which was great. And then he did a little posturing and posing. He and, deserves that. Yeah, but it he almost seemed. I said it in the moment, but it almost was like a subtle. Shot slash reminders slash, hey, I'm still here. Yep. Don't leave me on the pine in these big times. No, I will make it. And and he did. Our last game, this one was our Monday night game, the Chiefs-Raiders. Raiders jump out early, 17-0. Yeah, yeah. Was really in control. Devontae Adams was getting open, drawing penalties when he wasn't making big catches. Then the Chiefs just fucking turned it on in the second mm-hmm. half. Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey, four touchdowns. For a total of 25 yards, yeah, which I think just... was a – it shattered records. There were three other guys that had four touchdowns or maybe – I don't know if it was tight ends or or wide receivers. I think it was in general, or just yeah. Receivers in general. And they the total yards, the least in the last whatever, 60, 70 years – and his was 25. The next closest guy was like 109 or some shit like that's, that. That's yeah, believable. Just, just only catching inside just the touchdowns. Yeah, red per, zone touchdowns. Pretty much. The two big stories from this game, we talked about this earlier. Towards the end of the second half, and I had the over on this game, so this kind of hurt a lot uh, in the moment at least. Chris Jones is chasing down Derek Carr, strips him from behind. Yeah is like recovering the ball on the fall as he's bracing his other arm. It's one of the best football plays you can make. It's incredible. Yeah. It was incredible. So clean. Such a big hit. Body to body. And the call roughing the passer for him landing his body weight on Derek Carr. And I couldn't fucking believe it. The fans couldn't fucking believe it. They were pelting the Raiders with they shit. They were the outraged. Yeah. And rightfully so. It yeah. was... We talked about it with the Brady one. This makes the Brady one look... Yeah, like nothing. I, I, it was hideous. Well, just a shame because this one resulted in a turnover as well. That he was secure. He was while falling in the act of securing a fumbled ball or like a strip sack. So even more of a reason why he wouldn't have both hands outstretched as to brace himself from landing on the quarterback. And yeah, just sad. Luckily, the Chiefs won. That didn't result in their losing. You could say the. The Brady one, which was administered by line judgment, Jerome Bogle, that and he gave a fucking How shitty one to Josh Allen the week before against yeah. us. I like Jerome Boger is no good. He's Start on my shit list. But at the very least, the Chiefs came away winning this one. And it seems like the Falcons probably would have won without that they <laughs> one against momentum. Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. Like, either way, it's gross. Hopefully, there's not a ton more of those happening unfortunately i'm not optimistic no but well that was our week five wrap up there it was a fun one a lot of storylines we talked a little bit about aaron judge and baseball earlier we got the playoffs on hand we actually had their second round starting today the phillies held on against the braves we had some fun stories in the wild card round the Guardian, yeah. Guardians were playing the Rays. It was 0-0 to the 15th inning. Yeah, I watched all not all of that game. I watched the first couple innings. 
then came back in around like the seventh or eighth and then stuck with it to the end um you got it at that point yeah yeah i mean now i'm a part of this this is history we're talking about here but uh how about the Mets? Utter collapse. Nothing new. I mean, they did it at the end of the season. What they lost the two in a row to the Braves, two or three in the row to the Braves. I guess two. You had to lose the division. Yeah. And I love the Padres, so I'm glad that they took them down. Sure. At least, and and how about Buck? Buck's been all the talk, uh, and like not in a good way. No. We have history with Buck as a former Orioles I manager. Love Buck, loved him. I, He's been a great manager i think he's won manager of the year twice he's brought back he's known for bringing back teams from the brink but has little to no postseason record to show so maybe he's a just a rebuild kind of guy but towards the end of that elimination game it got pretty petty and shitty and and he was like and he brought out the umps to check behind the pitcher's ear and they check him before and after every inning so it's like fucking dealing too yeah but i it's been buck's been widely admonished for that move and i get you gotta do whatever you do to win but yeah the the Mets who were once promising what they won like a hundred and some yeah i mean that's that's a tough look. But, yeah, I'm, the Mets fans are used to it, I'm sure. Yeah, that's just another another first week of October for them. Did you see how the Blue Jays lost to Seattle? Yeah, they're, they're, I watched that, too. That, they were up 8-0 to zero or 8-1. Eight eight to to one. One. Yeah. Eight to one and, and I, I watched all of that happen live, too. Fuck the Blue Jays. I was Jays. stuck to the wild card matchup. That was that a, weekend now. The MLB wild card weekend is a great weekend. Three game series too. Get them in and out quick. It's all business. Do or die. Yeah, like and I kind of love three game series. Yeah, that was so so refreshing to see. I'd rather miss the playoffs like we did close than go out like that. Yeah, Maybe I mean, that's, that's pretty heartbreaking. Mentality. But we were with house money either way. Oh but yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and then Yadier, Molina, and Pujols. Clap it up for a uh, for great careers yeah. there. Got I mean, eliminated. it would have been cool to see that team keep going. That was a team of of magic, or at least just like you know these former greats. Both probably, f- I mean, they're both first ballot guys, right? Oh yeah. So, and it was a magical year for Pujols, but it was really all about the seven hundred. So we got that seven hundred club, Pat Robertson, how at your boy, but. Other than that, kind of excited for this first round of those playoffs now. Some really solid matchups yeah. overall. And like I said earlier, they, they're starting today. We got Seattle and Houston playing now, Cleveland and the Yankees later. And I'll even, cl- I'm going to claim them. My Padres. There you go. Against the Dodgers. How bold. 937. My boy <laughs> Manny Machado. I'll break out the jersey. Yeah. So moving to some. Some kind of other tidbits here. We got college football. Maryland lost to Purdue 31 to 29. Nothing new there. Same old Maryland. Built up a little momentum. Decided to give it away. So we've seen that song and dance before. It's been it's been a lot of my life. Uh Tennessee rolled LSU. They're actually going to be playing Alabama next. We got a great college football slate this weekend. Last weekend wasn't that appealing, but we got number five, Michigan at playing Michigan, uh, number 10, Penn State. Number eight, Oklahoma State playing number 13, TCU. And then uh, the nightcap, USC 
playing Utah as well on top of that Alabama-Tennessee showdown. So if you got nothing going on Saturday, which I'll be drinking beer in a park, but I think there might be TVs there. Uh, but tune in. Should be some really good college football action. The only action from the NBA this weekend happened in the Warriors practice facility. Right. <laughs> Draymond Green punched the shit yeah, out of Jordan Yeah, like he Bull. fucking rocked him. Like, that wasn't a love tap or it's slap. crazy. I mean, of course, and these days and age, of course, we would that video would come out. Would like to know what was all being said. They, was, they were clearly going back and forth and st- like, Steph, everybody else was just ignoring it. It's just like, all right, like, let's just hope this blows over. It kind of, so I've read a couple transcripts and I, it's hard to say quite how trustworthy any of them are, but it kind of seemed like, like you said, some of the vets were shaking it off. Jordan Poole was being a little disrespectful. Yappy dog. He's kind of new guy on the scene. And it rubbed Draymond in particular wrong. He's probably a little well, insecure. Of course it did. Well, Draymond, like, yeah, I don't know. This is one of those instances where it's like, without knowing what happened, it's like, I'm still pretty sure He's Draymond took little, it too far. Probably like, a little in the wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But there were reports, or, or it had been said that maybe Jordan Poole has been a little, you know, cocky and his contract yeah, talks and he's blah, 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 and Draymond didn't like that but Steve Kerr and Steph Curry publicly have said that is not the case so I don't know but Draymond should they just won the the title title no doubt but Draymond should feel like he's on a little bit of thin ice because up until the last like two or three games of that series, he kind of played like ass totally, and yeah. looked like a shell of his former self. So certainly not as Maybe good that as plays into his whatever's going on, insecurities on that team. Because Jordan Poole, if, I don't know if he's the future of the Warriors, but I feel like uh, it's just those power, that's the power dynamics and For sure. new guy, vet guy. But as we know, Draymond Green is... An aggressor, he is kind of I mean, not assault. cheap, but that's like assault. kind of dirty. I mean, he grabs <laughs> people's balls and shit, and yeah. like kicks at people's nuts. It's like, all right, the fact that you just like teed off on a fucking dude on a teammate under the basket, yeah. It's yeah. like, well, I don't know if I'm necessarily gonna like gravitate towards your side off the jump. No, I agree, and I'm I'm as competitive as they come. But and then his like, his apology was very like backhand. And it's like I it's just embarrassing. I lost my temper, and it's also like super embarrassing for Jordan and his family to see me do that to him. It's like oh, all right, so now you're like just verbally punching him in the face in front of the world. Now I haven't seen that. That's <laughs> like a, bringing that's a his really, family. That's a funny flex. There. And I think Draymond's <laughs> mom commented earlier, and she's vocal. Yeah, and it was she had something like it wasn't a sucker punch, which it wasn't. I mean, Jordan Poole shoved him, and they were like face to face. They were engaged, but it was still like I'm not sure if you're gonna like punch me in the fucking face. Yeah, but she was basically almost like doing mouthpiece work for Draymond. Like it wasn't a sucker punch, and like you know, talk shit, get hit type of stuff. Like that was kind of the sentiment. It's like, well, go in thirty. Yeah, it's like (laughs) you just stay out of this. I'm hoping this blows over soon. Ah, such a. Such a unique showing there. So we'll see how that plays out. He's taking some time away from the team. Might come back. All right. He'll be back at some point, sure, surely. But we'll see if there's a suspension from the league. 
bad optics at that no, yeah, I mean, I think if anything, it'll all be in-house. I and think I so doubt too. there will even, I doubt there will be a suspension. Maybe like, hey, don't come to practice for a little bit. Or like, maybe you'll get, you won't play preseason games. By but it'll all be very like, you know, whatever. Probably a fine from the team, but. Buy Jordan, pull a Maserati or something and say sorry. Right. So we'll see how that plays out. Moving along here, week six of the NFL. It's been it's been a good one so far. We're officially in the second quarter. It started after the first quarter last week. We talked about this earlier. Thursday night games have been terrible, and this week might be the gem of the terrible games. We have the Commanders traveling to Chicago for the Bears. And if you're excited for this game, power to you you're a bigger fan than i am because this game's gonna be awful yeah it's <laughs> thursday night special uh, uh yeah and that's kind of like i don't know who wins this don't care um but i guess i'll just go with the home team <laughs> and the line's even it's a pick em right now which means on an even field they'd actually be taking washington i think washington's got the better weapons but I think their defense is bad and that Justin Fields can give them enough trouble. He's looked better, which is a low bar, but he's looked better over the last couple weeks, two weeks, at least passing the ball. So I think I will also take the Bears there, especially if it's a pick em. Don't tune into that one, though. Save, your, save yourself the time. We got no games in London this week, so we got a full 1 o'clock slate. It's our first week with the buys as well, so we're going to have two less games than usual. Our first one that we're going to kick it off with, the 49ers at the Falcons. 49ers shithoused Carolina last week. They're probably staying on the East Coast, I would imagine, if they're going to be going just down to Atlanta. Might even take a bus. See the scenery along the way down Route 95. Um, it's a little too early for the foliage to set in down south, but a great time of year there nonetheless. Get some good Carolina. Give me the buck. Niners in this one, though. But by a landslide. They're my, uh, well, I'll touch on them a little bit later, but I think that they destroy the Falcons in this one. Corderell's out. Pitts missed last week. Oh, Drake London's not 100%. Marcus Mariota's not a quarterback to beat the 49ers defense. I think that one's really safe. Next one, Patriots traveling to the Browns. I believe that Mac Jones is still going to be out for this one. So we're going to have a Bailey Zappi game again versus Jacoby Brissett. And I like the Pats there. Bill coming home to his first head coaching stop in Cleveland. And this is one he's going to get up for. You talked about his game planning prowess earlier. Yeah. This is one he had circled months ago. And I, I originally, I still don't know if I hate the Browns in this one, but I saw a stat the other week that the Browns have, out of 126 defensive tackles who are rated per PFF, take this as you will, they have the 126th and the 125th as starters. On their mm. defensive line. So very bad. And the Patriots, if they can do anything this year, is run the ball. And I think that that is going to play a big factor into them, at least keeping this close. I think Belichick's going to make a good, friendly plan for Zappi. The Browns' 
offense outside of Chubb isn't very explosive. I don't know if I'm going to take the Patriots to win, but I'll take them to cover minus three. But that's where I'm at there. Moving along, up to Lambeau. Jets, Packers, Zach Wilson against the immunized one, Aaron Rodgers. And I... I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm taking the Jets outright. Oh, wow. See, I got the Packers at home. Seven-point favorites. A little hungry for that win. Seven-point favorites. They're back home from London. I think their defense just hasn't looked that good. Their receivers haven't looked that good. Sauce will shut down Lazard. He's just better. They'll run the ball a little bit. Zach Wilson will be able to hit a few receivers. They're going to win that game. That's going to be a tasty dog line there. You heard it here first on Chopping Lines. Zach Wilson taking down the Packers in Lambeau. We'll see how it goes. We got conflicting thoughts on it, though, so that'll be fun. Might have some conflicting thoughts on this one here, too. The Jaguars going to the Colts. You know it's my Jags. Two-point favorites. There's, from the eye test, there's absolutely no way that you can feel confident betting on the Jaguars in this game, and they're going to win probably by 20, which is just how it is versus the Colts. Yeah. I got to join you on the Jags train. There you go. I beat. I beat, beat, indeed. Uh, I don't, I don't like where I'm sitting, but until, until I don't think that Frank Reich's beaten the Jaguars. So until they do, well, we got to ride that train. Vikings going down to the Dolphins. Doesn't seem like Tua's going to play for this one, and Bridgewater is still not fully cleared, but it seems like he will play. Mm. Teddy Bridgewater, which. Doesn't really move my needle much on this game regardless. Still a Vikings guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the Vikings. It's it's going to be hard going down. To, it, we talked about it on other shows. It's hard to go down to Miami. Even second week of October, it's going to be muggy. It's going to be hot, especially compared up to Minnesota. But Kirk Cousins, 1 o'clock guy, gets it done, especially against Teddy Bridgewater and especially against Skylar Thompson. If he ends up having to play again, because he sucked. Tough assignment, but yeah, I got the Vikings in this one. Is that a, is that your pick as well there? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that feels pretty safe here. Might change that if Tua plays, but doesn't seem likely. Going down to Nola, New Orleans. They're hosting the Bengals. Seems like Andy Dalton's. I mean, I like him more than Jameis. Revisiting another former team. Yeah, and there's a little revenge game status there. Sure. Bengals are road favorites there. The Saints gave up a lot of points last week and a lot of passing yards to an inferior Seahawks team. Like, you know, if we're talking, love Geno, no shade there, but if we're talking passing attacks, I'll take Burrow, Chase, and. Yeah, I know Burrow said if guys play us like the Ravens did the rest of the year, I don't know how our passing game will develop because it was pretty much blanketed out there. But are the Saints capable of that? Not every team's got moral. There you go. Yeah. So I I actually love 
the over in that game. That's at 44. I think that both teams should be able to score there. I, Andy Dalton, you're losing the revenge game. I think the Bengals don't go. I, if they drop the two and four, that's a tough road back. Yeah. So, I mean, I got them winning this one, but yeah, we'll have to see. So moving on. Moving on to the Bengals division rival, our Ravens going up to the Meadowlands for the second time this year. Yeah. Familiar territory. They got the four and one Giants. They are road five and a half point favorites, which is which is a big number. Yeah, and maybe the the people in Vegas don't trust the Giants yet. Maybe they're putting too much in us. I don't know. I mean, I like us going up there and taking this from them. I do too. I think we're going to be hitting a stride here soon. And I think a lot of the Giants stuff has been, I mean, I'm not taking away from their four and one start, but I don't know. I don't know if I'd call them a four and one team on any other year, you know? They're, they're plenty scrappy, uh, even borderline good. And they're solid on defense. I just don't think they have the offensive makeup to give us trouble. They got no receivers. It would just be the Saquon show. Yeah, if even. And we, you know, we're not great against the run, but, you know, we packed the box. We should be able to handle that. Mm -hmm. We'll see. I also like the Ravens. I have to take a hard look at who I'd pick to cover, but we should. There's no excuse talent wise that we lose this game. If so, John Harbaugh's seat should be a little warmer because that would be a coaching thing, in my opinion, at that point. Unless, like, Lamar plays, like, complete ass, but hopefully that's not the case. Uh, moving along, another AFC North team. The Steelers are hosting the Bucks. Kenny Pickett's second game. The Bucks are eight-point road favorites. The Bucks should roll here. Yeah. I think their defensive line is going to give Pickett a lot of trouble. Yeah, this should be a pretty easy win for the Bucks, I'd imagine. Yeah. So Steelers, they drop this. They're one and five. Very unfamiliar territory for Mike Tomlin, if that's the case. Panthers traveling across country to visit the Rams. First game without Matt Rule. They have Steve Wilkes as their uh, interim coach, who is actually the one-year head coach for Arizona. So he's got some familiarity with the Rams. Played them twice in his one year of coaching. This is a big dog here. The Panthers are 10.5-point underdogs. They got P.J. Walker under center, not Baker Mayfield. Some would say it's an upgrade. <laughs> Who knows? We'll find out. Um, I think... The, I mean, the Rams look really bad. This is a hard game for me to give them 10 and a half points on. Right. The Panthers' defense isn't that bad. The offense sucks, but the defense is at least respectable. And I... Is the Rams' defense still respectable? They are. They so are. give me the Rams in this one here. The Rams will win. Panthers might just cover. Panthers might just cover. I'm not a believer in Matt Stafford right now until they start blocking some dudes for him because he's been man under fire. Staying in the NFC West, Cardinals traveling up to Seattle for a game with the Seahawks. They're actually three-point road favorites here, the Cardinals. And this is an interesting game because... Yeah, this could have implications in that NFC West. And it will. And it will. Both teams are two and three, battling to try to get out of the basement of the division. I 
I'm gonna go on a limb with here. With the 12th man, I'm up in taking Seattle. the Seahawks. Yeah. I'm taking the home dogs. I'm actually I'm gaining confidence as I'm speaking. Yeah, and I like that pick. Yeah. I mean, Pete Carroll, we know who he is as a coach, and that's a pretty darn good one. Yeah. We've seen, we've already discussed what Geno Smith has done with his 75% completion percentage, his eight yards down the field per attempt, and just how they've been looking. You know, now the, the Cardinals defense. Outside of getting shelled by yeah. Kansas City week one. Has been good. Yeah, and I mean, that's a different dog there. I mean, that's yeah. the Chiefs. So, And that's why I'm still, I, I got the cards coming up to Seattle and taking this one away. I, I do too, and as I'm talking about defense, So you're talking yourself into it, you're talking yourself out of it. No, Where no, are you I'm talking into the under too. It's set at 51 right now. I think that that's, I think that's in play too, because I don't think Gino's going to do that that good. So... Give me the Seahawks straight up, definitely covering. Give me the under as well. You heard it here first. Moving on, what should be the fucking Monday night game here, but we're going to be stuck with a shittier matchup. We got the Bills going to Arrowhead, the 425 game. This is going to be fireworks. We got two. The the Bills are as hot as any team comes. Mahomes is playing really, really well right now. They're They're humming. Yeah, it's not much more we can Man, say other than yeah. this is the marquee matchup of the week. Yeah, um, I, I think I think the Bills have shown more steadiness, more um, consistency. Yeah, than the Chiefs have. I mean, I know that the Bills lost to uh, the Dolphins, and that could have been any who knows. People blame the Heat, maybe, and so it's hard to win every week. You yeah. know. But I feel like the Bills are the better team. I agree that the Bills are the better team. I think the Chiefs have... That intangible... I just, think they... They yeah. could be down late and still just put something together and steal it away. They've won uglier yeah. than the Bills. The Bills have blown teams out. What was that? That divisional or they game came last us, year. Remember that? That Divi- was all fireworks. Yeah. So, fireworks. I mean, it would be nice if this was just part two. Hopefully it is. There's no reason to think it wouldn't be. But you never know. This could be one of those games that the Bills played against us where it's like 23 to 20 or something. You Shitty know, weather playing yeah, that. But still, yeah. I think. Well, yeah, but it could just be hard fault the other way. For sure. We're always looking at quarterbacks. And I'll have my official pick for you all Sunday, but I am uh, I'm at the moment going to pick the Chiefs to cover plus three at home. I don't know if I'm going to pick a winner just yet. I don't think I have it in me, but Chiefs will cover that. Home dogs, Mahomes isn't going to do that. The winner is the viewers. Should be. Should be. It's going to be way fucking better than that Thursday night game. Sunday night game, Cowboys at the Eagles. This should actually be... Kind Another marquee, yeah. I mean, kind this is the this is their one A one B on the matchups, and it's kind of an exposure game. Is Cooper Rush going to get exposed? Because the Phillies got a great defense. Sure, is he going to get exposed as a glorified backup quarterback, which is in, which is in play? Or do the Eagles come down to earth a little bit against a really good defense? Uh, yeah, and I the over under is only a forty two and a half for what it's worth. Probably wouldn't touch that. And now without thinking about it, Phillies five point favorites. And Philly's been keeping games close late. Mike mm-hmm. Parsons and the defense, they're going to control a little bit. They're going to run the ball enough. I, I'm i going to take the Cowboys to cover. I'm going to take the Eagles to win. Yeah, I got Eagles winning I, as that's, well. That's where I'm at right now. 
Uh, but that should be a that should be actually a pretty fun Sunday night matchup overall. And then is Monday night the Broncos Chargers? Unfortunately, and they're just fucking handing out primetime games to the Broncos. It's like like everyone, one, they just like we're just like oh Russ, danger Russ. Like it's gonna be so sick when Let's he's on the Broncos. Ride. Yeah, it's like I'm. I can't believe we have to fucking watch all these games too. I'd rather not have to watch these Broncos it's, games. It's cat <laughs> but pets. they've had it scheduled, so they're the only game on whenever they and, play. And the Chargers are five point favorites. It's in LA. I'm I'm taking the Chargers. The yeah, bank. yeah, no I'm, doubt. I'm taking them. And Russ is apparently not 100. percent So whatever he's been doing, <laughs> yeah, that's clear. Whatever he's been doing, <laughs> that's I don't clear. Know what that what was. percentage he is, we're not sure. Christ. But. <laughs> so. That's probably needs to see low power mode or something. Start doing some more ghost snaps out of midfield alone. I don't know what the what the make of that performance. They're gonna be stuck with that for a while. So that's week six for us. Should be a lot of fun. Tune into the social media for all of my official picks come Sunday. But our official rhyme time picks here, we're gonna get those rolling now. My hot spot of the week, I got San Francisco lighting Atlanta up. That's they're gonna win their second one in the row on the East Coast. And I got the Packers rolling the Jets at home uh, in Lambeau. Jeff, what do you got for us? I'm going to say the uh, 49ers take a win. I uh, kind of like the 49ers here too. Doc, I'm going to vehemently disagree with you here. I actually, for my steer clear, I got steering clear of Green Bay. Wow. I got the Jets bringing it home on the road, big dogs, woof, woof, they're ready to eat. There you go. What about you? My steer clear? Yes, sir. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you were still going on your wolfing. But uh, I got steering clear of the Broncos. You might just want to steer clear for that. could be my steer clear for the rest of that Forever. Year. Okay, that's a triple ride type. Forever. Extra points. That's... Good money right now. Good money right now. Producer Joe, what do you got for us? I'm going to say steer clear of the uh, Bengals. Interesting. I, I, hmm. That might be a game just not to touch. Should be close. Should be close. I ain't scared. I see that, Joe. Good, good on you, bud. We'll see how it turns out come next Tuesday. <laughs> Moving on to our top prop here and... I actually love this one. I'm rubbing my hands together for those of us not able to see me. It also tunes into Doing that, your best Birdman impersonation. Tunes into that. We can hear the palms. That jet flying together. Yes, yeah. It's like, what's going on? Tis the season. Is someone skiing out back? Hey, this is Chopping Lines. I've got Zach Wilson having more passing yards than Aaron Rodgers. On Sunday, wow! So I called me bold. Young call me what you will. the kid, Cougar Hunter. Give me Alan Mahomes combined for eight or more touchdowns. That's that's definitely in play. That's going to be a big, big time game. Christian wraps up. Uh, I'm going to say the uh, Browns and Patriots game has the most rushing touchdowns of the week. That's actually. I'm curious what the line on that would be because that's very much in play. I feel like Chubb's good for two at least. Yeah, and they they can't stop the run either, and that's pretty much all the Patriots can do. So the, I like that one there. That's clever. 
So we'll post those up to the social media as we always do for you to track along. Just to tie in last week's, we didn't discuss these. Uh, Doc and I each got two. That's a payday, baby. Yes, sir. It was a good, good start to the autumnal rhyme time. I missed with Matt Stafford getting sacked seven plus times. He got hit 11 times. Mm. So I was pretty fucking close, all considered there. But I had 49ers winning in Carolina. I'm riding them again this week. And I had Miami to lose to the Jets. Doc had the Broncos losing to the Colts. He was right on there. He also had Aaron Rodgers in his Peaky Blinders garb <laughs> yeah. down in London. He his fit the willowy bill. trench. And he <laughs> and he was. So that one hit. Producer Joe, you were close with Derrick Henry having more touchdowns than the commanders. He had he as had many. The same amount. <laughs> mm, yeah. I, mm. I should have thrown that equal or greater than instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I almost want to give you half a point. The hedge a tie the I'll take half a point. Okay, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll give you half a point there because that's that's a pretty good one there. We all were in play. We're we're coming on a little bit hotter than the summer. We're keep, we're keeping the summer going here, as far as I'm concerned. The endless summer. Yes, studio somewhere. Studio somewhere, indeed. We're going to be moving along here to our trivia. Second week of October, so we're going to be bringing on correspondent Kev for the questions. So, Kev, we got nice to see you, man. Great to have you back on. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be back, gentlemen. Little week five action. Hope it was a good, successful, profitable week for everybody. I'm. Definitely happy in the wallet, two and two overall, and fantasy. Good on the fantasy. Can't complain about yep. that. Yeah, I I sucked at fantasy this year, so two and two's really two and two's like winning the whole thing. Oh yeah, it's it's a nice little turnaround here. So exactly long season. Yes, sir. We're we're into our second week of our October trivia here. I'm leading the way right now, as I'm not in any fantasy league with a uh, seven points after last week. Joe's in second place with five, and Doc in a rare final position. We'll see how long it lasts. So, Kev, why don't you bring us into question one here? All right, ready to go. One-pointer here. Entering week five, Tom Brady had defeated every team in the NFL at least once. Name the team which he had defeated the most without a defeat, without being defeated. So he's unbeaten against that team. Got A, the Atlanta Falcons, B, the Cleveland Browns, C, the Arizona Cardinals, or D, the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, and we'll flip it. One, two, three. I got an A and two Ds. It is A, the Atlanta Falcons. He is now 11-0 against the Atlanta Falcons, but fell to 9-2 against the spread. Okay, uh, that's right. He was 9-1 against the spread, which is crazy. Did not cover. No, I called that backdoor cover, uh, at least to an extent, last week. So not for the atrocious officiating by Jerome Bogre, you never know. Actually, I don't think they're going to cover anyway. Actually, he's the true wild card. He's like he the really Uno is. in some games. Any games, make sure he's not officiating or his crew is not officiating. Yeah, that's that's tough to stomach. It really is. Would have vomited. Cowboy Joe West. Yeah, the, and then pinstripes. <laughs> yes, sir. So, question two here. What do you got question, for us? 
We are moving to the NHL with hockey season rapidly approaching. Shout out, Producer Joe. Yes, sir. Austin Matthews, the reigning league MVP from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Prior to 2022, when was the last year the NHL had an American-born MVP? Got A, 2017, B, 2016, C, 2015, and D, 2010. It's two points. Yikes. Interesting question. We're going to learn something. Well, we're going to flip one, two, three. I got a C. Doc got an A. Joe put C. Oakers. It was B, 2016. The great Patrick Kane from the Blackhawks. I knew it was Patrick Kane, but I couldn't figure out what year that would have been. From Buffalo, New York. Should have just wrote his name. That's, yeah, that would have been double points, actually. I'm not giving you credit on that. So, yikes. Joe, you missed a. Before that, we had, I had a whole list. Connor McDavid, 2021. Leon, I'm going to butcher this name. Dry Great. Yeah, you got it. Good job. Yeah, you got it. According to producer Joe, the expert. Dry It sounds like some of you is like eye drops, like prescription eye drops. <laughs> like, get dry it all. And it's like a camel that is like got like really wet eyes that is selling them to you. It's like Or are those cigarettes? Drizadel, Drizadel, Drizadel. Nikita Kucherov, 2019. Taylor Hall, 2018. McDavid again, 17. Then Patty Kane, 2016. Patty Kane is the man. He is Hall of Famer. Yes, sir. Well, question three. Where are we at? We are. This will be a three-pointer coming up. A little bit tougher. This is baseball since we're in the playoffs. Name the player who has the most postseason home runs of all time. Got A, Derek Jeter, B, Jose Altuve, C, Bernie Williams, or D, Manny Ramirez. All right, we're going to flip one, two, three. It's two C's and a D. Whoever put D, winner. Producer mm. Joe. Is Manny Ramirez, 29, all-time postseason home runs. Because he leads. I think Jose Altuve was second. Bernie Williams led for a long time. He's in third still. That's badass. Would not have. Wow. Manny was awesome. Manny was Playing awesome. Playing a ton of postseason games. Exactly. It certainly helps. Yeah, and crazy power. Yep. So, shoo. All right. The points are hard to come by right now, boys. They are hard to come by. (laughs) Goodness. Question four. Let's see if we can end on a high note. Anyone? Anyone. 51 years ago, little World Series. This Hall of Famer set a World Series record by reaching base in five straight plate appearances. Got A, Frank Robinson, B, Roberto Clemente, C. Brooks Robinson or D. Bill Mazarowski. All right, we're gonna flip one, two, three, two A's and a B. Damn rough one today, boys. It was C. Brooks Robinson. Oh my! We picked the wrong Robinson. Game two of the 71 World Series. The Orioles did win that one 11 to 3, but would go on to lose to the Pirates in seven games. Yeah, that was, uh, from what I've heard, one of the worst things to stomach as an Orioles fan ever. Yep. Yep. They lost twice to the Pirates in seven. They blew a 3 1 lead, I want to say, in 79. Yeah, that sounds right. 
as if yep. we as if we need another reason to hate Pittsburgh. <laughs> Goodness, they melted in that one. Well, melt is a rough one, gentlemen. Melt is maybe the word of the day, Kevin. That was two oh, questions. Mr. Joe took the lead there, yeah. Uh, no, we are actually tied. Eight to eight. Oh, yeah, you're right. You got the first one right. Love the optimism, yep. though, Kevin. Yeah, we're I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Hey, we all got to have someone in our corner. Hey, so, we got two weeks to go. Two weeks to go. Plenty of ground still to cover. Yes, sir. Everyone's within reach at this point. So we'll see how it goes. Those are great questions, though. It was, uh, yeah. Did a little learning Appreciate today. Yeah. Did a little learning. Well done, as always. Don't want them to be total layups, but don't want them to be like impossible. Not like thinkers. <laughs> Yeah, today, today we made them impossible. <laughs> so, well, appreciate you as always, Kev. We'll be uh, we'll be in touch, of course, as always, and we'll see you Frankies soon. We'll be out tomorrow, hopefully as well. Working on those. Excited to see them. We'll uh, we'll get those posted by the afternoon at the latest. Sounds good. Talk to you guys later. Later, later, later man. Correspondent Kev, as always, bringing some haymakers to us this week on the trivia. We got to turn it around. This is definitely, we came out these first few months and really flexed our trivia muscles. And where's it gone, boys? I don't know. I think I'm staying at like constant, to be honest. <laughs> you might even be I'm, gaining ground. I mean, I know. Maybe it's just me I might be Evan. averaging like one point a, a, a week here, and I just got three, so I'll take it. Power to you. Yep, you and I are tied at eight. Doc's still at zero, but st- still plenty when, within reach and two weeks left. As we saw last month, sometimes all it takes is one. So we'll be moving into our soapboxes here, wrapping up our show. I'll start with mine. I got two today. Flag football is my first one. I had We played two games on Saturday. It was me and some of the news guys, the Delaware Sports Network, some of a uh, shout out Chris Weimer and some of his work associates as well. We've we've had a league kind of going for the last couple of years. This is our first week. Played really well. Was in a lot better shape than I expected. Didn't get hurt, most importantly. Um, it was a ton of fun. And I am still, it hurts to get off the toilet still. Like it's. I can't imagine like, and we're, you know, I hit the ground a few times, but like being a 30 year old, let's call it a running back or a 30 year old linebacker and you're playing in the NFL. I can't imagine how sore they are for so long after playing some of these games at their age. That's got to be, that's got to be tough. So let's not forget they're world-class athletes. I, I, <laughs> I hear you. I hear and They're much more conditioned than I am for that, but they're also getting hit by more or less smart cars and little, uh, Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not trying <laughs> yeah. to take away the fact that no, they're definitely no. hurt. I'm You're just saying, sure. it's like, I don't think they're yeah. being like, Oh my, it's not hammy. me. <laughs> I haven't ran in a while. <laughs> like, I think uh, they do that every day. Right. Uh, so that was, it was a lot of fun paying the price for it. But flag football, nice to see it. They actually played a little bit of it on Sunday if you were Tom Brady or uh, Derek Carr, if you were paying attention. But who am I? Uh, My second soapbox here is a... I know who you are. Wow. The trifecta. I'm I'm never going to (laughs) wear... I'm never going to wear this watch again here. Yeah. I think so, that was a so sign. Actually, it's a new soapbox. Soapboxes, apparently. I yeah, hate the Apple Watch. Very annoying most of the time outside of tracking my steps. So don't care for it. Don't care for watches in general. But I'm a health 
nerd and I love statistics, so it counts how often I'm busy. Otherwise, I'd have probably ditched it a while ago. Third soapbox, originally second, is um, a group called Paul Philanthropy. I actually saw yesterday that they were sharing, uh, they were collecting money for a dog named Tucker, kind of fitting after Justin Tucker's game-winning field goal. It's a border collie who tore its ACL, or CCL for dogs. Uh, very similar, very much the similar injury that my dog suffered, and Paul Philanthropy helped them raise a lot of money for that, helped alleviate some of the stress from our from that surgery, because that shit's not cheap. Uh, so being that Justin Tucker helped me to feel good about the Ravens and to win some money in Delaware, sent a little bit of money to Tucker, the border collie, to help with their surgery. A uh, little honorary send. So if you got the time, got the money to, to throw out there, it's definitely appreciated by those in need. Shout out to Paul Philanthropy because they do great things for, for great pups that need a little bit of help. Where can you find them? Uh, Instagram, paulphilanthropy.com. They're also on Facebook, but I had I personally found them on Instagram. They seem to have pretty good responsiveness with that. But they're a, they're a good group. Definitely worth a look. So shout out to Tucker the dog, too. Hopefully that CCL heals up. That was not a fun recovery for Harper with us. That was some, some dark days at Equestrian. So three soapboxes today, originally two. Doc, what do you got for us? Yeah, you're building like a soapbox throne over there. Oh, but sure. A castle. Uh, mine's food related. Got a, some lunch this weekend. Got a grilled chicken Caesar salad. You know, we're trying to eat a little healthier. We don't always need to be eating wings and pizza and burgers. Nothing wrong with either. Either way, this thing came in a fucking flower vase. I, the, 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 it was, the dish was more upright than laid out which i don't like in any way it's like i don't like, like that i don't want bow. anything served in that unless it's like an ice cream cone or some shit but it's like yeah just like a bucket of lettuce with a ladle of the caesar dressing and then some grilled chicken which really one. like didn't like it was like marinated ch- I, I don't know it didn't the flavor profile of the chicken did not match with the salad. Either and no way, croutons. No yeah, croutons. Well, all right. Is it my soapbox or yours? But <laughs> I got to get you on that. Well, I was getting there. But, I apologize. Come well, on. we need croutons on salads. Either way, Joe, what you got? I apologize, Doc. Well, where was this place? Is it a... Uh, we can't say the name. We yeah, we're not going to throw we shade. I, I wasn't thrilled with my food either. It was fine. It was fine. I got you. I got you. Wouldn't rush back. Would go back. Wouldn't rush back. It's a place we've been before. No, no. This is only my second time, even. Okay, okay. Um, so I got two. I got two. Uh, one is pretty brief. Actually, it's not brief because it goes over the briefs. Why can't I find good old cheap sweatpants that are just fucking straight up sweatpants and not like joggers and shit like that? These I days? can agree with that. Like sweatpants that's like, I don't need just to wear these to dinner. fucking like champion fucking <laughs> yeah. $6 sweatpants that right. you would have gotten at like Target or And you Walmart. want the wide leg hole. You want the wide bottom. Essential. You want like bell bottom. You want yes. bell bottom sweats. I need cuffs, but I don't need fucking like, like what I got six on here. Like what I got on yeah, here. you don't need to like worry you about know? like, is, can I get my sock through it's, this 
Really? Yeah, it's just so frustrating. Yeah. Wow. Nice soapboxes, as always. Nice little way to wrap up episode 14 here. Just a little bit of housekeeping. We'll be coming at you, as always, next Tuesday. It's going to be the 18th, October 18th, 10, 18, 22. We'll be discussing week six, probably a little more NHL, some more MLB playoffs, some more coming and goings with at the NBA season getting closer as well. We got the week five review blog. It got posted earlier. Make sure to check that out. We're going to be running back correspondent Kev's power rankings on the social media every Wednesday as well. So look out for that tomorrow. We'll have our preview and our fantasy stuff coming out Thursday and Saturday respectively as well. So busy times on the blog. Make sure you're all a read and make sure you're letting me know how good I did on some things and just how terrible I did on some others because it's it's a roller coaster with that. And we're no experts here on chopping lines, but not for lack of effort. You guys got anything else for us? Doc, you got any poll questions to throw on? Hmm. Well, how about you sign off first and let me see if I can think of one. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Here's Doc with the latest poll question for week 14 is there any way croutons make a salad worse any salad caesar chop wedge wedge rat salad garden bookmakers throw me some fucking croutons guys there should be a and honestly a healthy smattering most salads that incorporate croutons there aren't enough (laughs) and there aren't enough croutons are great by themselves Sure, fresh, you can eat them like croutons. chips. You yeah. can just go get a bag of, uh, you know, some Texas Toast Crutes and fucking throw them back. There you go. It's a crude top, baby. Well, make sure that you let us know what kind of salad you prefer tossed without the croutons on our Spotify polls. Also, ranch isn't a dressing, it's a condiment. At this point, especially. <laughs> Sound off I agree. in the comments. I agree on that as well. If you get it in the same... Container is like Chick-fil-A sauce and shit like that, yeah. It's graduated. I mean, people dip shit in ranch. People put ranch on, like, pizza and, like, it, it's, it's it's no longer, like, people aren't dipping their things in, you know, like, Thousand Island or balsamic. <laughs> like, that's, like, some or things Caesar. are strictly, yeah, like, dressing. Ranch I, is just a cousin to mustard and ketchup at this point. I would agree with that. I'd say it's even surpassed mustard. No way. I mean, mustard is like top of the table on those, but it's it's in that family, is what I'm saying. Of, it's of used vein. in the same way. You know, what's kind of interesting is uh, a lot of modern day vegetables is actually derived from the mustard plant. Man, even broccoli, right? Broccoli, like Brussels what, sprouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun stuff. All things I hate. So. Well, we need to broaden your horizons, get you on those cruciferous <laughs> vegetables. I'm doing my best every day, at least. I've been a lot worse. So, all right. Fun show, boys. Thanks for uh, dipping your toes in with us, people. We appreciate you if you've made it this long. We'll see you next week. This is Chopping Lines.